Una vez un gran rey que tenía muchas tierras, un castillo y también un amor. Pero los caprichos de ese amor con el tiempo sin castillo y sin tierras lo dejó. Welcome in, welcome back to the Liga MX Fantasy Podcast. We are here for Saturday Slate on Saturday morning. I am your host, Trip and B. We got the man with the plan, Arrowboy14, on the other side of the mic. Friday night was kind of rough for both of us. I felt like we both kind of got set up good in the first game and had the right plays for floor in the late game. And then, but because we, because the people that were behind us made a bunch of pivots and those pivots hit and the, the, the chalk plays didn't. We, got, we both kind of got caught by a bunch of people and passed up, unfortunately. kind of sucked. Yeah, man. I, I couldn't believe how horrible Butler defended yesterday. Being at home and be going to top it off just got me negative all around. So Easy lesson is, obviously, just play Sosa. He didn't, I think Sosa didn't even score that well, but just play Sosa. You know, he'll be fine. I just figured that after had a good team and I... Felt that they had a good chance to score. That's why I went with Cornish being at home and the Cox are not doing anything last week. They went from zero goals to four goals in a matter of one week. It's crazy. The slate didn't fill, which was kind of uh, not promising for the future of Liga MX, but uh, a lot of like double ups that were like 23 man only had like 17, 15 people in them. So it was kind of rough on a couple spots, but they did give us another classic slate here tonight, Saturday, and uh, we're on kind of limited time here because of a few other commitments this afternoon. So we're going to try to rush through the slate here and post this and give uh, people a chance to listen. We, you know, a few people have hit us up, say they listen to the podcast, they like it. Probably a real small number, but it's nice to have a few folks uh, giving us their ears. Thanks a lot, y'all. Yeah, man, we have to, you know, keep the community steady to grow in the future. So. Let's get this. Let's go game by game like we always do, but maybe speed through the positions a little bit. So uh, from forward through mid, give me some of your lock plays and floor plays you like from the uh, Cruz Azul Leon game. I would probably say GPP on this game because it can go anyway. So we're looking at maybe a debut for Joel Campbell from Costa Rica. Some people may be familiar with him playing the Arsenal before and some other teams like uh, yeah he's uh he's been in a lot of CONCACAF games too from Costa Rica for sure right yeah he's playing the league of Spain so some people may know him and he he can be a good floor player for 6800 if he does start I will probably put him in just due to him trying to show off in his first game and stuff so yeah, he's a goal-scoring player and he's got experience obviously in like big-time situations so he's not gonna be intimidated uh that's an interesting play. I like that. Sembueza, obviously one of the guys we love to play on any DFS uh, League MX slate, but he's got the red O. He's out? Yeah, Sembueza got injured, and he's going to be out for like a month and a half. Frees up some salary, obviously, because he's like the most expensive player. So we also have our boy in this game who you have to make the decision on every time, Elias Hernandez. Uh, where do you stand on Elias this slate? Man, I don't want to play him. I really do not want to play him because, you know, I hate playing him away. But due to him having, like, PKs lately and pretty much scoring every slate, I'm going to have to plug him in for that price. It's right, he's, been, he's been in great form. And I, he, I've been on record on our podcast here of how much I hate him. But he's good, and uh, he's burned me a couple times by not playing him. And I might have to play him this slate for sure. Yes, I probably got to pair him up with my first lock, which is going to be Luis Montes for Leon. You know, due to Sambuesa not being on the field, he's going to take over pretty much every set piece. 
I'm going to hope that Yotun is uh, on the field for Cruz Azul. Maybe then that'll give me an out for not having to play Elias, but I'll probably have to play him. I think you're right. Montez, I agree. The one thing I was going to say about Hernandez and even everybody is, it just like with yesterday's slate, the pricing is kind of soft. Like we're used to seeing Elias Hernandez at 10K. He's down here in the 8,800. That's actually kind of nice. And it's a little bit easier to build a lineup than it has been in, in the past with Liga MX, at least these last two slates. Yeah, I mean, I think his price is fair due to him playing away. And if you check his last two games, he hasn't had much of a floor. It's just that he has goals in each game. That's why he has double digits. So Campbell, Montez, Hernandez, possibly Yotun are sort of the core you know, plays from this game to be considering at the attack. Uh, any other attackers I missed you want to get, just shout out real quick? No, I think um, the rest of the forward uh, players will be GPP. Cool. Uh, how about uh, defenders in this game, then? I will probably fade every defender here. I don't see any defender with a good floor, so that will be a GPP play for me as well. We don't even know who's at, who's actually going to be on the field. There's so many guys with red O's by their name and just you know some different things that you know teams are getting kind of into the stage of the season where they might change up the starting lineup a little bit. So I'm with you. Uh, again, we got to move quick, so let's just go straight ahead to Santos and Tigres to the next game and uh, go back through forwards and midfielders. Who do you like? First of all, if Aquino does start for Tigres, I'm going to have to lock him in because he takes most of the set pieces. But he may not start due to him coming back from injury, so I have to look out for that. But at 89 below him, I will not play Gignac due to him being goal dependent. Really? Even at home? Like Gignac at home, you know, he's like so much, like his home road is generally like a pretty big split for him, but you're not going to even chance it in this matchup? No, because I, I I see that there are a lot of attacking players that take up most of his floor. I saw his last home game and Quinones and the other forward which is valencia we're taking most of the shots and cross mm-hmm. so they really don't feed him they they're like kind of selfish so gotcha just, so yeah he's that he used to be like a guy that was like goal dependent for a ceiling but he still had his floor but i've noticed yeah i'm kind of with you his floor has kind of faded away recently because and maybe it's because those other attacking options are just like not feeding him in a fantasy friendly type of way yeah i, I only see Gignac is a GPP tonight. Further down the list, I see, you know, a couple other favorite names. Valdez, great floor play. Furch, you know, a cheaper goal guy. Who are you looking at? Carioca? Aquino does not start. I will take Carioca for the sets for 4,400. Would you play Carioca if Aquino's in or no? No, I will lay off. He loses his floor for sure. But it'd be nice, yeah, if Aquino's out, that's kind of a key key thing to look for like right when the line that when you're getting these lineups for these first two eight club games because you want to know if you can fit karaoke in for 4400 and you want to know if you can spend that aquino salary on some other guys like you know maybe from the cruise game or you know maybe diego valdez if you want to go there zellerion gonna be in or no i haven't seen him start so i don't i don't see how he plays tonight mm-hmm. Salary um, keeps dropping, seventy nine hundred. Let's let's let, call me when it gets under seven thousand, right? Let's see, let's you know, and hopefully he'll get he'll get some some looks. Yeah, I would probably say Lozano will be a good uh, pick 
for eight cable, you had to decide to put, you know, all those guys in, which is like Montes, Elias Hernandez. Mm-hmm. So for eight cable, start, you know, he takes most of the set pieces for Santos. Uh, okay. Anybody else before we move on to defender then? No, I would just give out Garnica a shout yeah. out for okay, you know, due to him yeah. getting wide and crossing most of the time. And the other would be Jordan Dam if he does start 4,500. Yeah, it's funny. Like, for whatever reason, on the DK game logs, the salary, if you look at salary, it's probably because they were all showdown slates, I guess. But, like, man, his salary seems pretty cheap there, 5K. That's, that's like, how about defender from this game? The both teams that have fullbacks here are a little pricey. I'm not too sure which would be a good safe play, but Abella, you know, he he has gotten crosses in the last couple of games, so I'll probably put Abella for forty eight hundred. Any center backs? <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, if you want to go like on a clean sheet type of strategy, you can always go for the cheap center backs. Other than that, I don't see a Santa Maria play around here. Maybe if it makes yeah. something else fit, it might be worth it, but more GPP, like you, like you said. You can see a debut as well on the center back position, which is Carlos Alcedo, 3,500. So that's a good play for defender slot. Right, check him out. Let's go to the late game, which, you know, the, the staggered start is kind of nice. I, I always like when it's too early and one late rather than one early and two late. Um, not a ton of decisions left to be made once you've, like, filled out those first key spots, but is there anybody worth 100% holding? Like, is there a lock in this late game that you got to hold a late spot for? Yeah, I had to lock in Luis Mendoza for Toluca at 6700 His price is just real cheap for me against a Tijuana side that is not that tough to play. And then when I look at the T1 options, they seem all like GPP, like Bolaños, Gustavo Boo. Maybe Luis Chavez has a floor. Rivera has maybe a tiny bit of floor, but their prices are not friendly and compared to some of the guys in the earlier games. The only other play I would check out out of here would be Luis Chavez at 7,500. But he didn't start the last game, so you have to watch out if he does start or not. Right. And uh, it's not too bad because if he doesn't start, you probably would just go to Rivera, right? Because Rivera would be in and get set pieces and for 300 less, so... Not the worst if you hold a spot open for him and he doesn't end up in the lineup, but I still think you're going to end up spending money elsewhere for sure. I'll probably go with um, a GBP player on here. Triverio, which is like the league's goal score leader, 7700 is a little pricey for me, but either him or Bo can be a good pivot play in case you're down. Yeah, Bo, like he was a big goal scorer like at the start of last uh, season, like a year ago. Right, and then he left the MX and out, but he's back with Tijuana again. They loved him when they had him, and now he's back again. So maybe he'll get the old magic going again. Yeah, I, I've always liked Bo when they used to draft him with Tijuana, but you know, playing against Toluca is a tough team. But we may, uh, we may, we may mention Gustavo Bo again momentarily as we get to the end of this thing. But real quick, check on defenders from this late game. Uh, I'm not seeing a lot that I love. Maybe Garcia, if he's in there, has got you know pretty good game log for cheap, or just not get, not feeling it. Yeah, he's a defender that gets a lot of uh, fouls drawn and tackles one. 
couple shots here. So he's your all around center back to rack up some points. But I would say a GBP play there. I would probably go with another fullback in this game. And I'm looking at Fuentes due to him taking sometimes a set every now and then, but not too sure. And I don't really see any other play around here for the defender slot for the late game. Me either. <laughs> I don't see really any really great defenders on this slate. If I if I go back to you know, all the games and just I'm probably gonna say Abel is my favorite defender across the whole across the whole slate. And at that point, other than that, I'm just gonna be jamming in someone who fits. It maybe I may end up with a you know cheap center back punt on this slate just because there's some expensive guys I want to get in in the attacker positions. Yeah, you'll probably have to go with a clean sheet strategy, plug in two center back from a team or one fullback and a center back because you're going to have to want to play your 8K range players to fit in your lineup. Right. And if you look, uh, you know, if you're just checking odds, well, I, I use uh, the Rotowire cheat sheets, which are really helpful. Uh, your best odds for a clean sheet. Might be our Leon kind of sneaky, thirty-three uh, percent odds for a clean sheet. You might, they're not the biggest favorite on the slate, but they actually have close to the biggest clean sheet uh, odds. So something to check in if you're just if you're just picking or choosing down at the bottom of the barrel. There, let's talk real quick goalkeepers. Then you really want to talk about goalkeepers after last night? Oh uh, well, yeah. I mean, last night, let we definitely talked our way around all the goalkeepers and said probably most of the right things and then played the, the worst possible <laughs> of the four we could have got. So it is what it is. I think that has been the worst goalkeeper selection of my DFS history. Negative eight. Are you serious? I'll be honest. I'll probably just end up taking whoever fits from the Tijuana Toluca game just because I expect that to be the lowest scoring overall. That's what the odds say. And that's what I just expect from the way those teams play, especially Tijuana at home, right? Is always a recipe for low scoring. So that's probably where I'm going to end up on my lineup. But would you have any reason to play one of the bigger favorites, you know, in the early game? Early game? Before I answer that underdogs? question, I ask you a funny question. If you were to see Vigonis tonight somehow. Would you... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and I'd have to smack him upside the head at the very least, <laughs> if not choke him out for sure. Like, it, it was bad, dude. Like, the way oh, he was playing. Man. So bad. I'm good. still not over that. I'm sorry. I just had to throw that yeah. out there. It's crazy. Yeah. I will probably go with Quota, the safest play, being at home and having the most uh, odds, having a clean right. sheet. 5K yeah. is not bad. Yeah, I, I, I would probably rather play Quota than spend up to Guzman for sure. And if you want to get a, a Sosa play with like a lot of saves, I will go with Orozco, the cheapest in this slate for 4100 against Tigres. Yeah, not a bad look. Uh, not a bad look. Sometimes it's always good to like jam in the cheapest goalkeeper like right when you start your lineup and then see how you can build your lineup around that. And then maybe you end up with enough money to upgrade it or not, or maybe you don't. But if you like your lineup, it doesn't really matter who the goalkeeper is that, that a lot of the time. So especially on big, like the bigger the slate, it's even more, you know, that's more true on a three game than a two game and even more true on, on a five or four, six game, you know. Not that we get those for League MX, but uh, so let's wrap it up real quick. I'm gonna go. I mentioned uh, Gustavo Gustavo Bo. He's gonna be my selection for the Vinny pick on this slate. I know he's gonna pick him. He loves him. Probably uh, the original Vinny pick. I would have to say from uh, 
two years ago when we first started playing League MX and chatting about it. So that's my play. Uh, do you want to challenge that or give it, offer any other suggestions, or do you want to just – Yeah, it? man, I'm, I'm a challenge your Vinny pick. <laughs> I'm going to say Yairo Moreno for Leon. <laughs> okay, okay, definitely. Yairo, I, Yairo's actually a pretty good fantasy player at times. He has big games, but he's kind of volatile and consistent. So. Yeah, he has a decent floor every now and then. He gets up there and starts – Shooting like crazy and crossing, but he can have that Aviles Hurtado floor that has like no points. Right. I could see him as the mini pick, though. He scored against Tigris, so why, you know, why can't he score against Cruz Azul? Yeah, we shall see, man. I just hope we can bounce back from a tough loss last night. All right. So we got three games. You want to pick each game? You want to just pick which one you think will be the highest scoring or what you, you have? You have your choice here. Go for it. The highest scoring, I will probably say Tigres with Santos. They all have a good forwards up front. So I may have to call it like a 2-2 two, two for that game. Cool. Well, hey, thanks again for listening, everybody. Hope uh, this quick run-through worked for you on this slate, and we will see you in the contest. Yeah, man, good luck tonight. I my brass, so hardcore.